0: Welcome back to Devori Darkens live podcast show, episode number one, twenty two. And in today's show, we're talking about five things that you attach your self-worth to. And listen, self-worth is everything. If you don't feel you're worthy of the abundance, the success, the love that you seek, you're going to be in trouble. I think we already all know that, right? So what I want to address today in this show five things that we attach our self-worth to five things that dictate our self-worth and what we need to do about it. Now we're programmed to do these things by the way. So none of this is really your fault. In fact, when we get into it today, you're probably going to learn exactly what you should be doing differently, which we'll get into some actual steps with that. Now, you know, where I always start, we start with our purpose in life. If you're going to upgrade, Upgrade your self worth, you need to be on purpose. Why would you change your self worth? Why would you finally get it to the level it needs to be at if you don't have a reason to, right? This is why living your purpose in life is everything. It's that strong reason, it's the emotional reason why you get up early in the morning. And if you're looking to discover your life purpose, you could go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet. This cheat sheet will help you discover your purpose in life. Also, let's say you already know what your purpose is, right? But you're not clear on your goals, you don't have a plan, you're all over the place meaning you're confused about your goals. You should get the Blueprint Method course. 9-step course. It show you everything you need to do to set the right goals for yourself, get clear on who you need to be to achieve those goals and the actions that you should be taking. Lastly, if you're looking for accountability and mentorship, schedule a life audit call. Every day I get a call with somebody who's looking for mentorship. They know it. They've read all the books. They've watched all the videos. They listen to all the audio books, the podcast episodes. You know it all. There's no secret there, but you're having a, a tough time implementing what you know. You have a tough time doing what you know. We call it a knowing, doing gap. If that's you and you're ready for help, schedule a life audit call by going to the link in my bio. Now, what are the five things that you attach your self-worth to? What are those five things, and why is it so important to bring this up today? Well, again, we're talking about your self-image. The way that you feel about yourself is everything. Why? Because it's your feelings, it's your emotions that control your behavior. A lot of people assume, or because they don't understand the mind, they think the thoughts is what controls the behavior. It's not the thoughts, it's your feelings that control your behavior. Now, what controls your feelings? Your thoughts. But your thoughts don't bypass your feelings and then your act. No, you think, you feel, and then you act. It can all happen in a millisecond, by the way, but we break it down so you can absolutely understand this. One, two, three, ABC. What you think about causes your feelings your emotions your emotions will control the behaviors that you express whether it's positive or negative negative. and those behaviors sets up a reaction from the universe which produces the results so this is why on this show what do i say is one of the most powerful questions a person could ask themselves every day what am i focusing on because what you focus on Dictates the way you feel about yourself, how you feel about your life, and ultimately how you feel about what you want. And if all three of those things are negative, you're not going anywhere. And that is so important to understand because your self worth is the same thing. It's part of the same conversation, it's all the same thing. Your self worth is your self image. So if you don't feel good about yourself, you don't really value yourself. Okay, your self worth on a on a high or low scale. It's on a low scale, right? Now, some of you guys know my story because you listen and watch this podcast every day, and I'm very grateful for that. By the way, Um, I didn't really have, (laughs) I didn't really value myself in the beginning of my adulthood, especially as a as a child. Now, that's not really anybody's fault. It's just the reality. You know, my parents were drug addicts. Um. You know, first I was with my mom, and and then I was with my my father's baby mama at the time, or his wife. And then I was ultimately, um, I was picked up by my great aunt. She's the one that adopted me. So, needless to say, I, I was in a few homes, right? Right out of the gate. Well, there has been studies to show that um, that's not actually a very healthy thing for a baby. As soon as the baby comes out of the womb, it is very important for that baby to bond with its mother and its father, well, that didn't happen for me. However, something great did happen. Uh, I was adopted by an amazing woman. Uh, very grateful for her, of course. And um, but she didn't teach me about self worth. Um, she did teach me about self respect. You know, but again, when we're children. I think the biggest gift a parent could give their child is teaching them how to think. My mother did not teach me how to think. She just told me what to do. There's a difference. I experienced that when I went off to the military. That's why the military was so easy for me because I grew up that way. My mother always told me what to do. No questions asked. No sucking your teeth. No no rolling your eyes. And if there was a problem, she was going to put some hands on you. Like that's what it was for me. There was no like, oh, well, can I do it on Sunday? This is what your black ass is gonna do, and if you and if you don't do it right now, I'm gonna go over there and slap you. Like that's what it was. And listen, you know what? Maybe there's a time and a place for that type of parenting. Would I do that today? Probably not. You know, um, again, if if you're trying to prepare your child for the military, maybe <laughs> that's why it's so easy for me. Uh, but again, through that through that type of parenting, there was no room for sitting me down and saying, hey, here's what your self-worth is all about. Here's what self-image is all about. Here's how you need to feel confident about yourself. Here's how you need to walk. Here's how you need to think about yourself. That was never, ever a conversation. And in the military, that's not a conversation either. It's the same subject, but it's about the image you portray as a soldier. But when you take that uniform off, you go back to being who you were. So needless to say, if you're like me, I don't—I didn't know anything about self-worth. Zero, zero awareness. Well, when I got into this material, uh, especially with Bob Proctor, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, uh, cybernetics, I come to realize that our biggest problem is just ignorance. We just don't know. When we don't get the right information as children. It's not very often we end up learning, okay? We got to go get the information and study it. Anyways, well, this brings us to the topic today, five things that people attach their self-worth to because what I ran into is what most people do. I started thinking that my self-worth is based on the amount of money I earn. It's based on the people I have a relationship with. It's based on my family. It's based on my social status, right? Uh it's based on the car that I drive. I used to believe that that's what I'm worth. That's who I am. I let the cars I let the family, I let the relationships i left I let the uh, social status dictate who I am. That's a huge mistake. Now, my clients will tell you one of the uh principles that we learn is thinking in reverse. Thinking in reverse means you allow your results, your outcomes, your bank balance, your job, your friends, your family to dominate your thinking. They are doing the thinking for you. That's thinking in reverse. Well, that's what I was doing is I was allowing my family to dictate what I'm worth and who I am. I was allowing the money to tell me who I am and what I'm worth. Uh, Again, I was allowing relationships to dictate that social status, right? To basically identify who I am. Well, guys, that's self-worth in reverse. That's, that self-worth equals disaster. Because you're basically implying that you're only valuable, right? That you're only validated if you get the approval from your family, if you get the approval from people on social media, if, if you get people who stare at your car Right. If you have a certain amount of money. Right. That's obviously you guys are catching on. That's a huge mistake. Right. Huge mistake. And we see this every day. We see this every day. People allow money to dictate their self-worth. So what do they end up doing? They end up doing things that are immoral or, you know, unethical or they do things that that equal no self-respect. Now, for example, if you don't feel you're worthy of true abundance and success, you're probably going to be looking for shortcuts. You're probably going to be looking to do shady things. Okay, You're probably going to put yourself in tough situations, not just with your family, with relationships, with your money, because you don't feel you're worthy of it. Let me tell you how crazy this is. Um, If you don't feel you're worthy of money, As soon as money touches your hand, it will be gone. That's the way that it works. Money goes where it's welcome. Money is energy. And if your energy is negative towards money because you don't feel you're worthy of it, then you won't be attracted to money and money won't be attracted to you. That doesn't mean you're not going to earn money. You will. But you're not going to earn the money at the amount you could because you don't feel worthy of it and you can replace money with everything else in life relationships your lifestyle your health right if you don't feel natural about the things you want you want you're not going to attract them into your life it's all energy at the end of the day think of this as we get into this your self-worth is a broadcasting tower the problem is people have programmed that broadcasting tower To only communicate with these five things that I'm about to get into. And that's why they're sending out the wrong energy. They're sending out the wrong energy and they're getting back what they don't want. So this brings us to the problem, right? So what is the problem? Meaning the problem that might be standing in your way. The problem that you may not even know is there. Well, let's talk about it. All right. I know you guys didn't hear that on TikTok, but that's fine. So the main problem is this, guys. We're going to get into these five things, but I just, I always want to tell you what not to do. One of the best ways to learn is first become clear on what you don't do in this process of your self-worth. Do not, do not, whatever you do, do not look on the outside to validate who you are. That's the biggest mistake. Do not allow what's happening on the outside to to validate who you are. Validation comes from within, guys. If you can't validate yourself, nobody can. You know why? Because sooner or later, it's got to be you. It's got to come from you. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be your biggest supporter. If you want other people to do that, you got to do it for yourself first. And if you're a person who wants to do that for others, you can't do that for others if you haven't been doing it for yourself. It doesn't work, right? It's like you can't give something to somebody you don't have, right? So don't, whatever you do, don't make this mistake. Stop looking on the outside to validate who you are. You can't do that. It's impossible, okay? You have to validate yourself within. That means understanding Who you really are. Now we go through this all the time. You're a spiritual being. You live in a physical body. You have an intellect. It's your intellect that allows the spiritual side of yourself to express itself in your physical world. That's the way that it works. That's why we can think for ourselves. That's why we have an imagination. It bridges the gap between the spiritual world and our physical world. That's exactly what happens. The problem is a lot of people's intellect is jacked jacked up. That's what mindset is all about. Well, the self-worth is in the intellect. What you got to do is start understanding who you really are and get that spiritual side of you, that understanding, that that's who you really are, and you only attach your self-worth to that. And if you attach your self-worth to the spiritual side of yourself, then all these things about what you're not and you're not good enough, this, that's going out the window. Because you're operating from your spiritual self. You're not operating from the physical world anymore. That's really what we're talking about here. You've got to start understanding you. Now, the first part to that, like I stated, was you just have to understand your spiritual being. You hear it, you've heard it, but do you understand it? How do you understand it? You got to keep reading. You got to keep studying. You got to keep feeding your mind this information. And the more you do, the more you're going to get it. The more you're going to understand it. You're not just going to understand this the first time hearing it. Okay? You don't understand anything the first time you hear it. Right? It takes repetition. So no matter where you are in your journey, some people you guys got this already. Some people you don't. Keep going. Keep going. So the main problem here is, again, looking on the outside to validate who you are. That's impossible. You cannot validate your... (laughs) The outside can't validate you. It just can't. That's not the way that it works. It's like, again, if someone walks up to you and gives you a compliment, that's great. It doesn't mean anything if you don't feel that way about yourself. That's the point. That's the point that I'm making. If you don't feel that way about yourself... Chances are it's not going to matter. Okay? So this takes us to this. So what is the solution? What should you be doing? What are the steps that you should be taking? Well, let's talk about it. So we're going to talk about the five things people attach their self-worth to. The problem, again, is what? When you attach your self-worth to things that are external... That means the outside world is in control of you. And if the outside world is in control of you, you're in trouble already. You can't win in life. Winning in life is an inside game, not an outside game. The outside game is an effect. The cause is on the inside. So let's get into them right now. There's only five of them. Number one is money. People attach their self-worth to money. The problem is is if money goes away, they, what happens? They no longer feel like they're worth anything. Well, the problem with that is money's energy. It's going to come and go. You're going to make a lot of money. You may slow down on a lot of money. You're going to make a lot of money again. You can't allow the rhythm of money to control who you are. That's a huge mistake. Number two, relationships. You're going to have people come in your life. And you're going to have people go. You can't allow people who are in your life to dictate what your self-worth is. You can't. And we do this, right? We, we don't know that, but that's exactly what is happening. People are going to come and go as well. Some people won't change. Some people won't grow with you. You definitely cannot attach your self-worth to them. Meaning you're not looking for their validation for for you, right? You're not looking to them to validate you is my point. Number three is the materialistic things like cars and clothes, right? A house. That does not dictate what your self-worth is. Now, these things can show that you've obviously earned some money and you paid for some things and maybe you wanted them, maybe you did not, who knows? But there are plenty of people with the big house, the fancy cars, the fancy clothes, the fancy lifestyle, but they really don't feel fancy inside, right? Number four, social status. This is a huge one in today's world. If you don't have a certain number of followers on social media, you think you're not worth anything. You, you think that you don't have a message to put out there. You think that no one's going to listen to you. In fact, the opposite is true. The opposite is true. <laughs> you see, if you are a smaller uh, account, especially if we're talking about entrepreneur, content creator, business owner, you have the ability to really connect with people on social media quicker than the bigger accounts. So, again, you're not going to attach yourself software to followers. Followers will come and go. The platform could get shut down tomorrow. What's the percentage of the followers that are bots? They're fake accounts. What about that, too? Right? So, we, we want to understand that it's, listen, accumulating a lot of followers on social media is not really a hard thing to do. Especially if you just know about manipulating The algorithm, if you know about what content makes people want to follow you, that's easy. Like, if I started putting up a bunch of cat videos, I'm going to accumulate 100,000 followers. Easy. So, not all followers are equal either. Just because you have 500,000 followers, that doesn't mean 500,000 followers, they actually love your message. Right? They're, They're the people you really want to work with. Right? They are the people that really align with you. It sounds... Um, Like, it's a contradiction, but you'd be surprised at how many big accounts have a lot of followers and half of those followers never even look at their content, right? Don't really align. Now, this happens because sometimes people will have a viral video that has nothing to do with what they do and uh, you get a lot of followers as a result. So the point is, don't attach your self-worth to your followers. And number five, family. Right, because family always has an opinion on the life you should live, on who you should be, right? And a lot of us make the mistake of looking at our family to validate our self-worth. Well, that's a big mistake, too, because, again, just like relationships with your friends, chances are people in your family, they're not going to grow. They may not grow with you. You are going to outgrow them. Okay? Listen. Whether we're talking about self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, self-respect, it all comes down to the main thing here, your self-image, the way that you feel about yourself. That's what it's all about here. I'm just using the word self-worth because maybe that helps other people identify with this material. But we're really talking about your self-image, the way you feel about yourself is everything. And if your feelings about yourself is attached to what again? Money, relationships, cars, clothes, homes, uh, social status, and family, you're in trouble. That means those things are in control of you. And if it's in control of you, that means you're not in control of yourself. So how can you truly manifest what you want in life? You can't. Right? If you are looking to grow, if you're looking to go from where you are right now to that better life, that vision in your mind, the business, the relationships, whatever it is, your self-image, your self-worth needs to match that energy. Okay, so what does that exactly mean? Well, if you were a person who was wants to be in a healthy relationship, right, a healthy, loving, respectful uh, relationship with somebody, you first need to feel worthy of that. You first need to give that to yourself. Now, if you were to start doing that to yourself, then you will feel it will feel natural for you to receive that from others. That's what opens, you know, the gates to attracting those type of individuals into your life. But if you're a person who treats yourself with disrespect, you tear yourself down every single day, you don't hold on to your commitments, okay? You don't do anything you say you're going to do for yourself. You know what that means? You have a poor self-image. You don't respect yourself. So what does that open you up to? Attracting people who don't respect you. Because that's the energy you put out. That's the way that it works. That's why you've got to love this, okay? Because this means you can change it. That means you can change it. If that's the results we're getting, if we attract things into our life, that means we can change what we attract into our life. All we got to do is change ourselves. We have the ability to do that. Why? Because you have an intellect. The intellect is what allows you to change. Who are you again? You're a spiritual being. Energy. Whatever you want to call it. You have an intellect. This is what allows what? That spiritual or that energy to express itself through in your physical world. The problem is, most people are blocking that. Their intellect, their mindset is so jacked up that they are only living in their physical world and that's what they're controlled by. It's like someone hooked up to the matrix. That's what they're doing. They have no ability to disconnect and truly see themselves for who they really are. You have the ability to do that by getting in control of your intellect, your mindset, your self-image. So let's go through uh, each of these. Number one is money, right? If you're attaching your self-worth to money, we already know you're in trouble. Already spoke about that. Number two, relationships. So a lot of you guys, you may be chasing these relationships. What does that say about your self-worth? If you're trying to chase... Friends, if you're trying to chase a woman, a man, what does that say about your self-image, right? It says that, one, you don't trust God to put somebody into your life. You think you have to go get them. Number two, you think you're not worthy enough for someone else to chase you, right? And really, nobody needs to chase anybody. That's the crazy part about it. Um, number three, you're implying that you're second to them, right? That they are the standard. Well, again, you're allowing the outside to dictate how you feel about yourself. That's all bad. What about the cars, the clothes, the homes? Listen, I believe everybody should own a nice car, live in a nice home and have nice clothes. I really believe people should dress more often that way. You know, 100 years ago, everybody wore suits and dresses. I wouldn't mind seeing more of that. What I'm talking about here is the individuals who are only buying those things because they think this will validate them. They think this will help people think more highly of them. It's it's all on the outside. It's, it's, it's for an external reason. Now, again... If you are getting these things because that's the life you want to live, that's how you see yourself. You see yourself dressing nice. You see yourself in a nice home with a nice car. Go do that, please. No hesitation. But if you're only doing that because you're trying to get the attention of someone down the street or people on social media, you're trying to portray this image that really that's not what you like to do. Like, why wear suits if you hate them? I love suits actually, I really do. I love them, so I'll wear them from time to time. There are other people who don't love suits and they're only wearing them because they want people to think that they're rich or they're this or that. That's what I'm talking about. The social status, we already went through it, but let's go back through it again. Followers, that doesn't tell the entire story. Okay, where are the receipts, right? You can't see the receipts on social media. (laughs) Am I right? So followers are not made equal. Okay, It's not hard to accumulate a lot of followers. Like I stated, you can easily manipulate the algorithm or find what other people are doing and just mimic that and you'll get a bunch of followers. What I'm saying is this. Stop looking at the numbers. If you are, okay, if you, matter of fact, let's say this as well, not just social status, but your job or your business, okay? Stop allowing the numbers, to decide or dictate who you are just because your business is not where it needs to be. That doesn't mean you're a failure. Okay. Just because you don't have a million followers on social media does not mean you are nobody and you're a failure. Again, we make the mistake of allowing the external stuff to dictate how we feel. Huge mistake, huge mistake. So, whether it's at your job, okay, or it's with your business, or it's on social media, in the end, the numbers are arbitrary. They really don't tell the entire story, okay? So, do not allow the numbers to control your self-worth. Number five is family, again. Listen, we don't get to choose our family, okay? You can't, you don't get to choose who, what family you're born into, but you do get to choose the family you spend your time with, right? And you want to only spend your time with people who are going somewhere just because they're your brother, your sister, your mom, and your father. That doesn't mean you owe them anything. I think a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their head around this. We grow up as adults and then we're guilty, we're guilted into showing up we're guilted into listening to their opinions right we're guilted into trying to live up to their standard the way that they see the world well guys that's a that's a big contradiction there because that's not who you are if you made it past 18 right and you're on your own your parents did their job and you did yours this whole thing that you owe them something That means you're less than them. We don't owe anybody anything. If we owe somebody, it's ourselves. We owe ourselves, right? You owe it to yourself to be this authentic version of you. To go out there and develop your gifts, your talents, your skills, and live your purpose in life. That's what you owe yourself. But people are thinking they owe their family and... The, you'll never settle the debt with them if that's the case, right? Like that's that's a a um a standard you will not be able to meet. Okay, so you got to stop it with the family. Just because they're their brother, just just because they are your brother, your sister, your mom, your father, it doesn't mean. They are the individual that's supposed to be validating you. It does not mean you need their validation, approval, or acceptance. It does not mean you owe them something. It doesn't mean that. You are just programmed to look at it that way. You're programmed to think that you owe your family something. You don't owe them anything. Now, if you want to really help your family, you help yourself first. That's the other thing people miss out on. You're over here trying to help your family, but you haven't helped yourself first. That doesn't make any sense. I see this in a couple of cultures where the person will literally sacrifice their dreams, their happiness, their success for their family. And the older they get, the more resentful they become. And they basically become their parents. It doesn't work, guys. I'm telling you. It doesn't work. So you have to start taking control of yourself. And living your own truth. Because time is going to tick by here. Life is going to keep speeding up. And if you keep thinking you have time, you don't. So you might as well get around to doing something you truly want to do for yourself. And that does not require an approval from your family, by the way. So, obviously, this leads into, okay, DeVore, you gave us the five things that people attach their self-worth to. So, what should we do about it? Well, number one, you need to study yourself. You need to understand more of who you really are. I think the only way to accomplish that is by reading books. Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Listening to more people on this topic of self-image. The repetition, you'll start to really see it for yourself. So number one is you got to study. You have to study because you're not programmed this way already. Studying is what closes the gap. So you know you're better. You know you could do better. You, you know there's greatness inside of you. But you're not used to expressing that. That's why you have to study. You have to practice. Okay. Other people, on the other hand, if they already have a a high self-worth or a healthy self-image, they necessarily don't need to do this because they already feel great about themselves. So, but if that's not you, yeah, you need to study. You absolutely need to study because you don't understand the same things that someone with a healthy self-image understands. See, someone who's highly confident, very secure in themselves, they don't seek validation, they delay gratification. These are individuals that understand themselves. That's why they win. So they know something you don't. They know themselves. (laughs) So yeah, you got to study. You got to study. So again, those two books are uh, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, which looks like this. Okay. And the untethered soul by Michael Singer, which looks like this. There's a horse on the front on the beach. Okay. Now I just shared with you two books and I know what some of you guys are already thinking, okay, I'll just buy those two books. And chances are, you're not going to read them. Let me just call you out right now, okay? So if you're going to get these books, just commit to absolutely studying them. Don't play games with this. This is your life, okay? I'm serious about this. Like, that's what most people do. They just go buy the books, they skim, read it, call it a day. That's not going to work, okay? You got it. if you're going to get psycho-cybernetics, okay? If you're going to spend your money, Then, listen, matter of fact, let me say it this way. Maxwell Maltz spent his own time, money, and energy writing this book. This book has helped millions of people around the world. How disrespectful is it for you to buy this book and let it sit on your shelf and collect dust? I just think that's so disrespectful to yourself. So if you're going to get this book, you're going to want to actually study it. Now, I often recommend people to read chapter 10. Study chapter 10. Because that has a lot to do with why people's self-worth is where it is. It's the emotional scars that they've accumulated over time, and that's what is damaging their self-worth, their self-image. So chapter 10 in psychocybernetics is where it's really at, okay? Study it every single day. if this is you. If you are a person who's like, man, I really need to get my self-confidence, my self-image in order, you need to read that chapter. There's no question about it. Okay. But listen, you're not just going to read it. You're going to study it. Let me say this again. I know some of you guys already. You're going to go buy this book and you're going to read the chapter one time. Or you're going to say, you know what? I don't want to spend no money. I'll try to go on YouTube or find a free link and you're gonna listen to it every now and then, that's not going to cut it. Stop doing that, okay? That's what you're not supposed to do, okay? I'm just saying that because I gotta call some of you guys out because that's what I used to do. Hey, what's the uh, book I should read? What is the next book I should read? What's the special affirmation? What's the special tool? Hey, what's that secret hack? Guys, There, it doesn't exist. What exists is success principles that are timeless that have been here since the beginning of time, if you want to take this book and use it to transform your life, then you need to understand this book. And you can't understand this book by reading it one time. Doesn't work that way. You can't understand something by just listening to it one time. It's not enough. Okay? You got to actually sit down, keep rereading it, and ask yourself, how are you going to apply it? So that's the first thing. That's the first thing you got to do, okay? The second thing you got to do is you have to understand, okay, what's the disconnect between where I'm at right now with my self-worth and where it needs to be according to my goals in life? So if your goal in life right now uh, is to, you know, be in the best shape of your life or double the revenue in your business, okay, does your self-worth support that? If it doesn't, what's the disconnect? What were you, where is it not adding up at? So for example, if you're talking about doubling your income, okay, in your business or your job, whatever it is, but you are doing an audit of the way you feel about yourself, you feel like you don't deserve it. Well, then you know, okay, that's the second thing you need to do. You need to work on feeling like you do deserve money. Now, exactly how does that happen? Well, that leads to the third thing. So after you know what you need to fix, number three is let's get to fixing it. Now, there are a multitude of ways to approach this. Number one, you can do the mirror technique where you repeat these new affirmations to yourself in the mirror with repetition. You can do that. Number two, you can change your environment in your house, your clothes, and how you schedule your day to match the life you want to live. Now, sounds like a lot, but it's very, very powerful. Okay? So, again... If you feel you're worthy, you should dress like that, right? Like you shouldn't feel guilty to dress nice if you want to. I'm saying if you want to, if that's what you would be doing. If you have a lot of clutter in your home, that how is that helping you with your self-image? That's tearing you down. You got to get rid of that clutter, okay? And how are you living throughout the day? What's your schedule like? Does, do you make time for you? Are you letting everybody run you over? Are you letting everybody control you. Right? You can't do that. So the the thing is, number 1, you got to study. Number 2, you got to find out what needs to be fixed, and number 3, you go to fixing it. You fix it by again, you could start with affirmations. You could sit down, write out this new version of yourself that you want to be, and then you look in the mirror and you start repeating it to yourself. Number 2, You change the way you dress, you change how you live, you change your schedule to match this person that you want to be. And this is very important, by the way, let's not forget this. Number three is you got to start making decisions like that person. So if you feel you're worthy of respect, you got to make a decision to say no to certain individuals, right? Because previously you had a poor self-image, you didn't think you're worth respect, so you let people say and do whatever they wanted to do to you. Well, not anymore. You have made an irrevocable decision that you are never going to allow someone to dictate the way you feel. You are going to take charge of that. You're no longer going to allow people to tell you what to do. If you want to do something, you're going to do it. If you don't want to do it, you won't do it. Okay? You're not going to allow people to just manipulate you because you respect yourself. Right? You're not going to allow somebody to waste your time. Why? Because you respect yourself. You're worthy of being on time. You're worthy of people being on time for you. You don't tolerate that stuff. See, a lot of it is just what we allow. We allow the money, the relationships, the cars, the social media, the family to dictate how we feel. That's the problem. We just have to stop allowing that. That's where the decision making comes into play. So if you can't make decisions, then it ain't going to happen, right? It just is not going to happen. So again, as a recap, what did we talk about today? Five things that people attach their self-worth to. They attach their self-worth to money, to relationships, to clothes, cars, homes, to their social status, to their family. And when those things change, which they do, their self-worth will change. So that means they are controlled by the outside. Well, I told you that's not who you are. You're a spiritual being, you live in a physical body, you have an intellect. The self-image, your self-worth is inside your intellect. You need to change your mindset. That's what we're talking about. That's what the intellect is. And as we change our mindset about who we are and how we feel about ourselves, then the spiritual side of ourselves will start to show up more and more and more. So that's where the perfection is. That's where the greatness is. That's where the love, the creativity, the abundance, the gratitude, it comes from the spiritual side of you. It doesn't come from your physical world. It's an inside job. Okay? That's what it is. So this is an amazing topic. I know you guys have a lot of questions, so let's get to it. Now it's time to answer your questions. If you're on TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube, we're going to be answering your questions right now now all right what do we got in the chat today someone on youtube another fate center on youtube said both amazing books thank you appreciate you for watching how do you validate yourself you start understanding who you are your spiritual being when you start understanding that you're a spiritual being we live in a in a what, what do we want to call this Um, Let me say it this way. If you're just thinking that you're just flesh and bones, it's going to be really hard to validate yourself because physically, you will never be perfect. You'll never be perfect. Spiritually, you are perfect. Right? We are just a manifestation of spirit, God. Universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it. And when you start understanding those things, you start realizing that, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm not I'm not what social media says. I'm not what my family says. I'm not what my ex-husband used to yell at me in my ear all day. Or my ex-wife used to say every time I made a mistake. Or what my mother used to tell me when I was a kid that I was always a fuck up, right? Like... You start realizing that's not who you are. Those are things that you experience. Those are things that people said to you, but that doesn't mean it's true. So when you start understanding that, you just you change the perception you have of yourself. So you treat yourself differently. You realize that validation only comes from within. Now you can you, the importance of having a mentor, by the way, is yes, they're going to say things to you that makes you feel good, right? And in some cases, validates your ideas. But that's not the source. The source is inside you. If you can't validate yourself, you're going to be in trouble. So uh, a prime example is just loving yourself more. You got to love yourself enough to say no to things, You got to love yourself enough to take risk. You got to love yourself enough to follow that idea. You don't need any opinions. Just go for it. All right. Let's continue here. So we should just compliment and tell ourselves how much we love and deserve stuff, how we love ourselves. That's validation. Validation is not just what you say to yourself. Validation is how you feel and what you ultimately do. Okay. Now, listen, I often say that the the this problem that we have in this world is ignorance. Most people don't even know what validation even means. So let's read it. Let's read it. The recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. Let's say that again. The recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid or worthwhile. So, again, that's why it comes back to self-image. The way that you feel about yourself. If you have an idea something you really want to do with your life, something you want to pursue, you know how you validate yourself? You go do it. What happens when you don't validate yourself? You go ask for somebody's opinion. That's the polar opposite. This is why decision-making is so powerful. If you want to dress a certain way because that's what you want to do, if you want to work in a particular uh, industry because that's what you want to do, you do it. You don't need anybody's approval. If you want to validate yourself, it's not just a thought thing. It's a thought, a feeling, and an action. You go out there and you do it. Listen, the fact that we're spiritual beings, we're already validated. If you have a dream in your mind, that's on purpose. That's who you are. That's what you're supposed to be doing. The problem, again, is the intellect is jacked up. right? We're programmed to think that that dream in our mind is not realistic. That dream in our mind, there's no way that can happen. But every single day, somebody is living the dream in their mind. Why can't you? Self-worth. You don't feel you deserve it. You don't feel that dream is valid. Right? That's the problem. Let's see here. Less is more truly. Exactly. Yep. You don't just tell yourself you believe it as you're saying it. There's a difference. Exactly. Yep. Manifesting I see Mike who's on here. He just signed up. Congratulations as well. Very grateful. Uh, let's see here. Le- yeah, you have to live in your imagination first. So you definitely have to see yourself as this person. See, this is a great point. Well, I don't have a lot of friends. Nobody has a lot of friends. Nobody really has a lot of friends. Now, there are people who have a large network. They've met a lot of people. They've associated with a lot of people. But if you were to go sit down with that individual, they'll tell you outright, they do not have a lot of friends. They know a lot of people. There's a difference. There's a difference. So before... Before you start thinking, oh, well, I, I need a lot of friends. No, you don't. You need to be your friend first. That's what you need to do. And if you do that, you will attract some good people into your life. You will. You absolutely will. And you won't see that person. You won't even entertain that person unless you first are your You have to give it to yourself. You got to be that first. Okay. What is something I can start doing today to increase my self-esteem? Number one is repeating affirmations in the mirror to yourself. And I'm saying to look at yourself. Yes. Why is that? Why do you have to do that? Because that's the mechanism to putting it in your subconscious mind. Your self-esteem is in your subconscious mind. It's a program. It's an idea. Well, how do you... Um, change the programming? How do you replace the idea? It's through the repetition of a new idea. That's why affirmations are so powerful. But they only work if the person is really intentional, they exercise repetition, and they ultimately get emotionally involved in what they're saying. If that doesn't happen, they don't work. So if you look in the mirror, you're going to start getting emotional because you're looking at yourself. That's the first thing that you can do. In fact, I won't even tell you the other steps. If you could do that step first, you're you're on the right track. Yeah, don't let people teach you how to treat yourself exactly. Let's see here. Let me back up here. I'm trying to understand. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, no problem. But what if you need advice? Who do you turn to? You go to a mentor. You go to someone who has the results that you want. That's what you do. I'm not a mentor for someone who's trying to, you know, invest in the stock market. I don't I don't invest in the stock market. I have no knowledge of that. Don't look at me for that. But if you're a person who knows what they want and you haven't been making it happen and you're stuck and you want somebody to hold you accountable, I'm that person. Right. So you go to the person who can help you get what you want. It's not going to be your friends and family. Because chances are, they're not who you want to be. They're not doing what you want to do. And they don't have the things that you want. Can you, I think I did ramble off the five things again. But let's just say I did not. Number one is money. Number two is relationships. Number three is the cars, the clothes, the homes. Number four is the social status. And number five is family. Those five things people allow to control their self-worth. What you want to do is flip that in reverse. You don't want those things to control you. You want to control you. I just, oh yeah, I got that. Let's take our take it from me. I didn't read the books I bought. Exactly. Let's see here. Yeah, there's some glitch with the comments. So some I'm seeing some and then I'm not seeing others. Let's see here. Makes so much sense when you explain it this way. Thank you. If I'm stuck between two paths, how do I know which one will be the best for me? You know. You know. What's the first answer that comes to your mind? Which one would absolutely help you get what you want? Which one feels right for you? What's the difference between asking for advice from a mentor versus your friends and family? Oh, there's a huge difference. I just said it. I just said it. Your friends and family, the chances are they don't have the results you want. They're not getting the outcomes you want to get. Right. So, for example, if your friends and family are not living healthy lifestyles, they eat out all the time, they're obese, they're overweight, they're negative people, you know, they don't live a high quality life. Why would you go to them and ask them for advice for health? You wouldn't. It's like going to a broke person and asking them for money advice. It doesn't work. Let's see here. But let's say I'm not a lawyer. I'm seeking people in that area who are experts. Seeking advice is bad from someone who has experience in the area you need. I'm confused. No. I said seek. Yeah. I think you're hearing it wrong. I I think you're not really listening to what I said. You ask advice. Let me say this simply again. Okay. Are you listening? I want you to really listen here. Don't think, just listen. You go and ask advice only, only from people who have what you want the lifestyle, the money, the health, the success. If they have what you desire, the dream in your mind, if someone's already doing it, that's the person you ask for advice. You don't go ask it from your friends and family. Because they're not living that way. They don't know. They don't. So that's why you wouldn't do that. Again, if you're looking to make more money, you wouldn't go ask someone who's on the corner asking for money. Would you? You wouldn't do that. That's what I mean. It doesn't matter who you are. What matters is what do you want? who has what you want. Go talk to them. And that's just the first part of it. You could go talk to those people. It still doesn't mean anything. It only will turn into something and you will get the results when you do exactly what they tell you to do. And people have a hard time doing what they're told to do by the people they went to who have the results they want because they don't feel they deserve it. This is why I went over this today. It's true. One of my family members has a very low self-esteem and I'd feel the same way. Yep. Yes, there you go. Go to people in the area you need help in. Exactly. Feel the same way when I communicate with her. What do I do? Let's hear. It's true. One of my family members has a very low self-esteem. You end up feeling that same way when you communicate with her. What do you do? Well, one, you got to stay in control of yourself. Just because someone else is upset doesn't mean you have to be upset. That's what that means, right? Just because it's a bad day for somebody else doesn't mean you have to have a bad bad day, right? So that's one. Number two, why are you even talking to this person, right? That's the other thing. Listen, this is why we say, and you guys hear it, you have to say no to everything that has nothing to do with where you want to go. That includes people, and that could be tough because some of these people... It's our best friend. It's our brother. It's our mother. And again, that's why I addressed the issue on why do you put up with that? Why do you tolerate that? Is it because you feel you owe them something? Do you feel guilty because you should not? If you truly want to be there for them, if you really want to help them, you got to help them self. You got to help yourself first. It's like what Jay-Z said. How can he help the poor if he's one of them? He can't. You can't help poor people if you're poor too. So you go take care of yourself first. You change your life. Then you can help them. So that's the second thing. I, I don't talk to people who are like that. I don't have any friends with low self-esteem. I have no patience. I have no time for that. That's a waste of energy. Unless they're unless I'm helping them through it, which I'm qualified to do. I don't know if you are, but you know that's another thing. So it just is, I wouldn't be doing that. I can see how all five of them have affected my self-esteem and self-worth. Exactly. Yep. We just got to change it. We got to go inside. Listen, you get to decide what you allow in your life. You get to decide who you're going to associate with. You get to decide how you spend your time. This is a you versus you conversation. It's all on you. It's not on anybody else. So, don't look at somebody else for the reason why you have self worth issues. No, this is a you thing. See, we have the ability to be in control of ourselves. We have the ability to be in control of ourselves. So, you got to start doing that. You have to start doing that. All right. Let's take a look really quick. Okay. All right, guys. So we're at the end here. What are you going to work on? What are you going to do about your self-worth? What's one thing you can commit to doing every day moving forward? Are you going to commit to saying no to things that don't align with what you value? Are you going to start saying no to people who keep taking advantage of you? Are you going to start saying no to your friends and family and their opinions about the way you should live your life? Are you going to start saying yes to that intuition you have and the dreams in your mind and the person you truly want to become? Are you going to start saying yes to that person? Either way, the choice is yours. And it's going to require a committed decision, which means you're going to do this regardless, and it's going to require repetition. If you can commit to doing that for yourself this year, your self-worth will dramatically change. No question about it. No question. It really does not cost you any money. That's the amazing part about this. It costs you no money to do this. You can do it. You absolutely can do it. And you deserve it. You deserve to feel great about you. You deserve to be able to go wherever it is you're going in life. And never feel like you need approval. You deserve that. And what we talked about today will help you accomplish that. All right, guys. You know what time it is. Thank you for listening to the Devori Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.